there! You're listening to The Jasmine Star Show, a conversational business podcast designed to help you build a business and a life that you love. I'm Christy, Jasmine's podcast coordinator, which basically means that I help brainstorm episode ideas, keep our podcast team on track with creating show notes, graphics, and audiograms, and I also coordinate guests and coaching sessions with Social Curator members. Today's episode is one such coaching session, which I'm sure that you're going to love. The best part of these sessions, at least for me, is that I'm the one who selects members to be coached and approve their questions before each session, you know, to make sure that they'd be applicable to all different types of businesses to best serve you, our podcast listeners. But my favorite part is that when we begin these sessions, I'm the only one who knows what questions will be asked. (laughs) Like Jasmine goes in completely blind. So all the advice that you hear in every coaching session on this show is off the cuff and totally non-scripted. So it's really fun to watch Jasmine work her magic like that. Anyway, enough behind the scenes. Let's get some serious business advice. Enjoy this curator coaching session with Andrea, Kayla, Janetta, Jess, Kendra, and Rachel. Hey, Jasmine. Thanks for having me. So I'm Andrea Paulton, and I help coaches and consultants build their lists so they can get more clients, which means I teach Facebook ads and list building. And so here's my question for you. I hate sounding salesy, and I have a really hard time connecting with people in Instagram DMs, and I want to eventually sell to people through the DMs, but I don't know how to do it without being salesy and annoying. Well, first, we need to change the mindset around sales. Sales are the thing that keep you in business. Sales is not a bad thing. Sales is not a nasty thing. Sales is not a sleazy thing. Sales is actually what keeps us in business. But furthermore, it's what empowers you to stand in your purpose. Now, what I think you're saying is the undercurrent is I don't want to sell, 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 sell in every sequential direct message. And to which that I agree, because that is not the social curator way. If you want to not sound salesy, then you need to go in with DMs that are nothing to do with sales until it's time for that direct message to deal with sales. So I would guess that anytime somebody DMs me or if I'm going through my follower list and I decide to organically send direct messages just to kind of like warm up the audience, let them know how much I appreciate them, it's not sales whatsoever. It's What's your favorite show? How is it going? I really think that your daughter looks amazing in that outfit. How great that your son was student of the month. It's truly just an opportunity to warm up the audience. Now, if you are on the receiving end of a direct message, Andrea, I really liked your story. I really liked when you went live. What a funny reel. You're just saying, thank you so much. I totally appreciate it. Like always, I'm here to help. And then if you decide a week or two later to follow up and send another direct message, I just want to show you that I'm true to my word. If there's anything that I could do in regards to list building or things of that nature, you let me know. And if it's quiet, that's truly a signal from that person that they're not ready yet. The thing that I could tell you is that closing sales on direct message and in general don't happen overnight. It's that warm up. But if somebody does ask you a question and you do have a product or service that is so perfectly aligned, never back away from talking about it. And then I always encourage when it comes to sales. Now, I'm sure if there's somebody who specializes in sales and they're listening to this podcast right now, they're probably cringing. But my sales technique is to be 100. I would rather somebody hate me being 100% honest and knowing the truth than me trying to be salesy and then live in that half state. I would rather say, listen, I understand that people could look at this offering for nine 
$199 and think that it's a little bit too high of an expense. But I can tell you that in four weeks, you could see this. And in eight weeks, you could see that. If that's not worth the investment, not a problem. It's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. When you're ready to list build in this capacity, I would be honored to support you. It just changes it. I would rather just own it that people have said, oh, it's too expensive. I would rather say that takes too much work. You own what you think their objection is and then you address it face forward. I would love that in an Instagram DM. It's so rare and so powerful. That makes sense. When you, when you first warming them up and you're actually being 100 and talking about their dog or whatever else, like how long do you do that until you can start saying like, hey, by the way, I help people out with marketing or do you not do that at all until they ask you? Again, if there's a sales specialist listening to this podcast, they're probably cringing. I'm only going to preach what I practice. And that is most often I am only turning a direct message conversation around sales when I'm asked about the sale. Thankfully, I've been married 15 years. Never want to like this man. I married Adam Malik. But if I was in the dating scene and I happen to be out with a group of friends, I am not the kind of person who would approach a person and be like, mm, you think I'm cute, don't you? I, I would wait for somebody to come up to me. I would wait for that conversation. Now, I know that's not for everybody, but I will say specifically on social that people are watching intently. And as long as you on the front facing stories and Instagram posts and your lives and your reels, as long as you're putting out what it is you do, it is okay to remind people that you are a specialist in list building and you are a specialist in growing an audience. It's okay. The more that they dialogue, the more that they digest and the more that they put in their mind that that's what you do when they're ready for it, the questions are going to come to you. And then you immediately can turn that into a sales conversation. Love it. That totally makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Hi, I'm Kayla Goldstein, and I'm an interior designer in the New York area. And my question is, I, I'm getting clients, I'm, I have consistency, but I'm having a hard time attracting the big full house clients. I'm having a hard time getting my clients to trust me completely, to just trust me with the project. So I'm, my question is really how to attract the bigger clients and get them to trust me. Okay. So I feel like this answer is biased because Kayla, you have been a member of Social Curator for years. And I have seen the iterations, I have seen the maturation, and I have seen the growth in your business. Now, what would you tell the Kayla of 2018? You're, you know, we're in 2021. What would you tell the Kayla of 2018? Just off the top of your head, what's coming from your gut right now? Uh, it's going to work out. Mm. We're going to get there. Just keep doing it. Mm. That's right. So what do you think the Kayla of 2024 is telling the Kayla of 2021? To be patient. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. I just got to okay, keep but- on doing what I'm doing and be consistent. Keep on helping people and it will come. <laughs> you just coached your dang self. No, 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 no. But let's get into some practicalities. But honestly, I can give you all the tips and tricks and techniques, but if you didn't just take a moment to honor what your future self is telling your present self, you're not going to grow. Or actually, you're not going to be patient enough to grow. So we're starting there. Let's clear that energy out. Let's start with the baseline. You've come so far, Kayla. You have come so far. I am so proud to watch from a distance and see the dedication and to see honestly how your husband and your family have responded to your growth. It's been in freaking credible. So let's just breathe. We saw that out. Okay. Now let's get into uh, growth aspects. It 
it's going to be rare that you are going to go from um, interior design of a room or an interior design consult via digitally to go into a full house. It, t- it takes a little bit of time. So I would start crafting collections that would incentivize a client to upgrade in some capacity. So if you are redesigning a living room, what would it look like to offer the entryway? What would it look like to offer a powder bathroom? And you can even initially take a loss at the beginning because people only really see Kayla as, oh, my house is already done. I just want to zhuzh the design. Or really, I just have a budget just for my living room. Listen, if you have a budget to redesign your living room just for design only, and let's say your budget is 10,000, there's a really good chance if somebody gave you a bargain of a deal to redo a powder bath, you have 12,000. Now that marginal increase isn't a lot, but what it does for your portfolio and what it does to showcase in this project, you did the living room or in this project, you did the master bedroom and then also did the ensuite. And so it's going to be incrementally incentivizing clients to off, uh, to accept upgrades that you're offering. And then secondly, while you are designing as you're in the process, I know that there are cycles in processes when it comes to and essentially what you do is you consult the design. And when I was a photographer taking clients, I was consulting clients on what they could expect from their day, from their photography, from their photo shoot. Now, as you go through the consultation, I don't know about you, but I would have peaks and valleys, right? In the beginning, there's a lot of stress and anxiety because it's about to book and are they making the right decision and do they have enough money, right? And then all of a sudden they book. And then we kind of go into this like euphoric stage of what's coming, oh my goodness. And then we have the preparatory. So you know those peaks and valleys that I'm talking about. What I'm going to encourage you to do is when they're in a peak, either after they saw the preliminary design or if they tell you, oh, you know, Kayla, we have a $15,000 budget and you come back to them with a proposal for $13,999 and they're like, we got all of this and we're saving like those moments, then that's when you could say, please let me know if there's anybody else you can make an introduction to because I would be more than uh, willing to offer a $1,000 credit towards this as a referral fee or a 10% or something. So you want to hit those people at the peaks of the relationship for referrals, because if you have a client who can afford a $10,000, $20,000 interior design, they have friends who could probably afford the same thing. That's genius. Oh, That's I'm happy. straight up genius. If I can propose to someone if they have an open floor plan and you can see their dining room from their living room and I can see yes. I'm renovating your living room. Yes. It will really look good if you let me renovate your dining yes. room. I'll give it to you at a discount. Then yes. they would be more open to and that would look amazing on my website. And my uh, yeah. Yes. You got it, queen. You got it, queen. Why are you so smart? I'm not, Kayla. Actually, okay, actually, let's tap here for a second before we close this out. I had this amazing conversation with my mentor. He always builds it up. He says, Jasmine, how many people are in a conversation. Like right now, me and you, how many people are in this conversation? I said two. He said, actually, it's three. He said, can you figure out who that third person is? Like, no. And he says, it's you, it's me, and it's you on the outside of us watching the conversation take place. There's always a third part to every conversation. And it's the part that knows what the truth is, that knows what you want, that knows the answer to it. And yet we oftentimes will push that voice away. And so the reason why we started at the beginning with the 2024 version of Kayla saying, be patient, 
do the work and be consistent is if we don't give space for to listen to that voice, you wouldn't be open to receive what it would look like to do those add-ons and to ask for client referrals. I want to say thank you because what you did is you empowered somebody else to have the space to listen to the future version of themselves as well as talk to the past version of themselves. Kayla, I love, I respect, and I truly am so wildly excited to see your growth. Kayla, tell us how can we find you on social media? It's Kayla underscore LLC. So K-A-Y-L-A underscore LLC on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're the best. You're the best. Hello, Jasmine. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I am Janetta, Joyful Janetta. Oh, yes. I like this already, Joyful Janetta. I'm Jubilant Jasmine. Okay. Right. Okay. With the J's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm a teacher, a writer, a crafter, and a personalized gift creator. And This past June, I took my love and gift of crafting that I was doing just for family and friends, and I made the choice to share it with others by opening my own um, handmade craft business that focuses on personalized gifts. Good for you. Thank you. So my question is, how do I go from being a hobby artist to a business artist in the way that I deliver content to my audience? The same way that you've been doing it. But before you come out and do it as a business, you want to make sure that that back end is nice and tight. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we have a way for people to get an idea of how they would buy. Because oftentimes what I see abortioning business owners do is it starts off out as a hobby that family members love and they start passing your name around. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, I can make this into a business. And so what happens is you make it into a business without actually adding the infrastructure of what is needed in the business. Like, do you need a website? Do you need a menu or like a price list? Do you need a way for somebody to contact you? Because if you do do customized gift giving, there's a really good chance that customer you're attracting is is like, how customized? Well, you see my niece, she's real special. So everybody feels like they're going to need to get a piece of Janetta in order to get the perfect gift. Is Can you start thinking of ways in advance to streamline how to navigate those conversations? So do you have a website? Perfect. And on that website... Like if I was on your Instagram and we're cruising along and I see a gift basket that you post and I'm like, I really like that gift basket, but instead of coffee, I want tea. And instead of mug, I want a teacup. And so then I send you DM and I'm like, I kind of like this basket. Will you send me a link on where to get the basket and the customization process? The basket, yes. But the customization, I don't quite have that part. Great. Well, congratulations. You have the next step. You have the next step in alignment. Unless, unless you are only offering those specific baskets without customization, what are you doing? No, I'm all about customization. So right now, like for the holidays, I did a lot of customization, but it's not on the website yet. And I don't know how to put that on there because so that's the part that's hard for me because if someone says like I do mugs cup of joy but then I had someone say oh I want I want to buy something for someone with her phrase that she says so then I created a mug with a phrase that someone says but I don't know how to promote that okay well before you promote it Because I don't want you putting the cart before the horse. Before you promote it, you need to have an infrastructure of what 
is going to make it easy for Janetta because girl, if you get 35 orders in a day and all of a sudden you're like 35 phrases on 35 different mugs in 35 different colors, it's like already my mind is going because it's like a white cup, a black cup, a gray cup, green writing, white writing, black writing. So it's like, we got to be like, okay, are there parameters to the customization? If the answer is no, what's the lead time on these customized packages? If you're saying, okay, you can only be choose between three color mugs. Okay, but we're narrowing it down and we're only choosing between four colors of text. Great, then we're narrowing it down. So then what Janetta needs is either a Q&A form like online, like a Google, I mean, if you want to just do it easy, straight out, I want to get it done, a Google form with a drop down menu, select the color of mug, select the color of text. What is the text? And then on that, it has to be like how you write it on this form is how it will appear on the mug. I am not responsible for typos, like telling people straight out what it is. And so then you get an order and everything is organized according to what it is. So Janetta, you're gonna, I'm going to invite you to do something that doesn't sound fun. You're going to have to think about your customer journey. What do you want them to experience? But also, what does joyful Janetta want to experience? right? Do you want 67 orders, 67 unique ways? If you do, and that brings you life, go on with your bad self. But if you're like, that sounds a little intimidating because I have children, I got a business, I got all this stuff. Then you have to put parameters around that. So this is what we call the customer journey. What do we want the person to experience upon getting to our account, getting to our store, clear enough instructions that empowers them and empowers you and you facilitate the sale. So far before we get about marketing, let's build that out. Because once that is built out, then girl, you hit social and say, I have three different color mugs, four different types of text. I do do customization up to 175 characters. You know, it's like you set those terms. Now people are playing your game. It's Janetta's world. We just live in it. Got to build it first. Okay. Okay. I love that. That sounds awesome. Great. Thank you. So before, before we go, can you let me know what kind of time frame are we going to put on this? Like how much time are you going to dedicate to building out this customer journey? When do you think it'll be done? A week. Oh, dang girl. Okay. That is some action. We getting things done. <laughs> okay, great. So in a week, by the time, I mean, by the time this podcast drops, we're going to see a customization form. Yes. And once you know the parameters and what you're going to work with, how often are you going to be talking about the customization of the things that you offer on social media? Like what, what works for you? Hmm, I don't know. Okay. So then I'm going to invite you to figure that out because oftentimes as we build new businesses, we're like, oh, it's not growing fast enough and I'm not doing enough. And I build out the system, but like our actions map our aspirations. How big and how fast you want to grow is dependent on how willing you are to show up and create content and market your business online. So I don't need an answer now, but how quickly you came up with the answer of, oh, I'm going to get it done in a week. I need you to come up just as quickly and let me know. I'm showing up five days a week. I'm showing up 10 times a week. Whatever that number is, I want you to take some time, think about it, digest it, and then commit to it. Because as you grow this business professionally, Ah, people are going to be looking and expecting different things from you. And you're going to show up in a new way. I can't say that I, I will show up five days a week. Great. Five days a week. So by the time, you know, you know, you're going to get some promo materials for this podcast. You know, we're like, Christy's going to be dropping in your ear. Oh girl, this podcast is coming. When you get that email, can you send me a direct message at Jasmine Star? This is going to come out in late January, 2021. 
Okay. So that's just, this is a quick turnaround on this podcast. Okay. So by that time, it's like perfect alignment, queen. Perfect alignment. Two weeks. You're going to send me a DM and you're going to tell me what has transpired in those two weeks. I'm going to hold you accountable. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Joyful, Janetta. How can we find you on the interwebs? You can come join me on Instagram at Joyfully Crafted LA. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, doll. Take care. Thank you. Hey, Jasmine. My name is Jess Matley. I'm a career coach and I help professionals position and market themselves as top candidates in their next role through resume, interview, and professional brand strategy. It's kind of like how you prepare business owners to get the clients. I prepare professionals to get the job. Like the kids say, same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so here's my question. How do you let ideal clients know you can solve their problems when you can't easily search for them? So in other words, using methods like hashtags may not be the right strategy. And you know, I went through your hashtag guide and I love it, but my clients aren't saying hashtag, get me out of this job, hashtag, I need a career coach. So I'm just trying to figure out now, how do I let them know I can solve your problem? Mm. Okay. My mind is going a thousand miles a minute. How old is your dream customer? Between the ages of 26 and 36. And what is their dream platform? Like what's the platform they're on? Split. Instagram and LinkedIn. So the majority of the clients I receive are both of them. At a girl. Okay. I was hoping that you were going to say LinkedIn because I know that it kind of skews to a slightly older audience, but you would be truly so surprised that when somebody's in the mindset, even if they're like 27, 28, they're not necessarily like they're really at that time, I would guess like looking at like recent Cabo trips, or they're looking at their friends are having babies and they're like, I just got another puppy. You know, it's just like they're at that weird stage in their life. And so maybe that they go to LinkedIn thinking that that will be the place. So I'm really happy to hear that two platforms are the ones that you're focused focusing on. I do think that for me, if I were you, I would create long form, the bulk of my content on LinkedIn. And I want you to share everything you know. I want you to share your sales bitch. I want you to share your process. I want you to share your secrets. I want... The truth of the matter is, Jess, is that no one's going to look at you as you being the problem solver if they can't read and see that you've already solved their problem. But what they want And what you're selling isn't solving the problem. What they are buying is just helping them solve the problem. They want their problem solved their own way. And so oftentimes entrepreneurs get into the mind like, I can't share everything because then nobody will buy. And I'm like, no, no, it's the antithesis. It's the reason they buy is because you've shared everything. And oftentimes people just want to know that you know what you're doing. That's it. So that longer kind of rich, in-depth content on LinkedIn can be broken up into a three-part series on Instagram. So what if you keep your Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, part one of how to tell your boss, it's not them, it's you. Part two, right? And so that is a long form piece of content that gets it a little bit longer on LinkedIn. And you train your followers because the algorithm is going to show people specifically on Instagram all pop in. It's like part three. If they happen to read part three, they're going to go back to parts one and two. But if you build out a pattern of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whenever your dream customer is really on Instagram, and maybe it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because they're just not at work and they're kind of scrolling, they have time. That's for you to figure out that ideology. But Instagram, shorter pieces of content, power punched information on Instagram, micro pieces, but sharing everything you know. And quite honestly, Jess, I'm going to make you uncomfortable, but 
girl, do a reel. Like, do a reel. Those reels are going to be, it's like, how to tell your boss. It's, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, I recently saw something on TikTok and it's a girl in her 20s, but she says, I'm in the real world. And it's just six to eight clips. And it's just like her with her morning cup of coffee off to work. And it's like putting on a blazer. Never thought I would wear this. Closing her laptop. Another pointless meeting. I just watched it again and again because I was like, she drilled down on the 28-year-old struggle. Jess, drill down on the 28-year-old struggle. Do a silly reel that is not perfect with a ring light, making fun of the struggle, making not fun, making jest of the struggle of your dream customer. And then they trust you in a matter of 15 seconds. I'm so grateful for that, Jasmine. Honestly, that meets me where I am because I am silly and imperfect. Great. <laughs> and so instead of like trying to meet someone somewhere I'm not, I'm going to definitely um, do that real. And I just have to tell you that I feel like my birthday came twice this year. It came in April and then it came in October when I joined Social Curator because I've been waiting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so excited and and just thank you for, for the resources. Thank you, doll. Okay, since I know you've been in here since October, you know we have the reels issue. So even if you've gone through it, go back again, get a little bit of a refresher because here's the beauty of it. If you decide to do, it's gonna take a little bit of work, but I think it's gonna be a total windfall. If you decide to commit to the reels, Instagram reels can be between 15 and 30 seconds. And then your reel, you can put in your reel and then you could share it to your stories. And the story will share the first 15 seconds of the reel. Cool, right? Let's say you do a 30 second reel and LinkedIn has stories. What I want you to do is, do you have an iPhone? Okay, great. You're going to get your 30 second reel. You're going to download it on your phone. And then what you're going to do is you're going to open the video on your iPhone. And then you're going to take the little slider over and you're going to edit the video to 15 seconds. And then you are going to press save. And it's going to ask you save as new clip or save as current clip. You're going to say save as a new clip. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take the previous 30 second video and then you're going to Drop to the last 15 to 30 seconds. So you're going to get the same 30 second video into two 15 second clips and you're going to upload to LinkedIn stories, 15 second clip number one, 15 second clip number two. You're going to be using the same piece of content two different ways. You're welcome. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, Jess. I think you're going to kill. I have a question that's totally off tangent. If you prepare people to get the job, do you also have like networking capabilities for an organization to come to you and say, hey, we're looking for this and then you do the facilitation? Yes. And I had been listening to one of your podcasts and you talked about going to where is the conversation happening? Go get yourself in the conversation. Sometimes you can't wait for the conversation to come to you. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been speaking and reaching out to different universities and saying, hey, you're teaching these kids how to do the job. I'm going to teach them how to get the job. Mm. Here's some information. Here's some series I could provide. And so it's kind of led to some different speaking engagements I wasn't expecting. And that has been not what I thought, but really fun. Good. (laughs) If that answers your question, I'm really trying to now um, network in different venues and let people know, like, I've got information that are going to help your people and using it that way. That's amazing. Tell me, Jess, how can people find your fabulousness out on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Jess Matley and Matley is M-A-T-T-L-Y.
Jess, thank you so much for the impact that you have and I wish you all the best. And I can't wait to see how you start doing those awkward and perfect reels. I can't wait to see how you repurpose them on LinkedIn. I can't wait how you use your big piece of content on LinkedIn and then break it out over a weekly series on Instagram. It's work, but the work is gonna lead you to you standing in your purpose. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, hello, my name is Kendra Diana. Um, I have a business called Rise to Glow and Rise to Glow is an event planning service where I throw business showers for businesses that don't have a physical location to have um, a grand opening. So um, it's like a, basically like a baby shower or like a house okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> I need a business shower. I need a business anniversary shower. Shoot. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So I started in 2018, um, but you know, life happened and I kind of put it to the back burner and I was gonna, I got pregnant and I wanted to just, you know, start that business over again. And then we got placed on a stay at home order and I was not able to actually throw the shower. So what I'm trying to figure out now is how to, how can I better promote my business um, to to convey that I throw business showers is such a new, you know, it's such a new concept. I don't really know how to, um, I guess, promote that. So that's where I'm stuck right now. Absolutely. So I'm going to function and act as if I owned a business shower business. And where are you based? I'm in Sacramento, California. Okay, so you on the West Coast, the best coast, and then, you know, our governor, he's just all over the place, like no tea, no shade. But I feel like I have whiplash, like we're open, we're closed, we're open, we're closed. We're open for 13 hours, just kidding, you're in trouble, you're gonna get a citation. Okay, so if you are here, I just would not make any plans to be like, I'm gonna have a coming out party of my own. I would guess until the summer. Just like real talk, real talk, I kind of have this. So if it's gonna be the summer and we're in January, 2021, what I would commit to the next six months is to connect with people online. All I want you to do is to be a keyboard warrior and you are just gonna go to fellow business owners. You're gonna go to LinkedIn groups, you're gonna go to Facebook pages and you're just gonna say, it's okay for you to celebrate the same way that other people celebrate this. You're in the game of education for six months. No. You're in the game of education for five months, hardcore, create, 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 create as you're at home. And then I would start in month five, like you planning your own party. Like you're going to have your own coming out party and you're going to be using that as content. And then the people who are there, you are going to say anybody who came to the party, because people who come to the party most likely will be local to Sacramento, will get a 10% discount if they book in the next six months. If they plan their business shower before the end of 2021, you can give them an incentive, a discount, something that's going to build your portfolio. Because what you need to do the last six months of the year is don't worry about profit, build the portfolio, do the education so that by 2022, you're getting clients who know you, like you, and trust you, who already value the business shower and will pay you for it. So, you know, God put on our big girl boots and just be like, it's the year of the grind, but it's actually half a year because this is the only time, this is the only space that you can play in for six months. You can't have a shower the first six months of the year. Don't hold yourself to some impossible standard. You're going to create community. You're going to give engagement. You're going to create content. You're going to educate, educate, educate. You're going to host your own business shower. You're going to collaborate with a local photographer in Sacramento. We can pull them from the social curator directory. Hire somebody, somebody within the group, create synergy, create a collaboration and don't pay the photographer or maybe you give them a little something, but just say, this is what I'm planning on doing. I'm gonna have you in my network for my local events. I will be 
referring you. And you're going to do the same thing for people who can give food. You're going to think that for lighting, for balloons and saying, I'm going to create my referral network. Can you come in? I know I see you snapping, girl. Kendra's going to be create a little hub that's going to be with her for six months and she's going to do them right. She's going to give 51%. And she's going to expect the 49, the 51, 49, she's going to give. And the people who are going to support Kendra in the beginning are going to be the people that Kendra supports over the long run. So this is your strategy. You're not worried about the Benjamins. You're worried about the brand. Benjamins will come. We're going to establish the brand right now. How are you feeling? I love that. I love it because I was focused on the on the cash flow because, right. you know, you know, right. everything that's going on and I'm right. trying to, you know, right. I don't want to just be that stay home mom that's just not contributing financially. So that has mm. been in my mind. But mm. I also offer virtual assistant services to kind of balance that out. So for you. Um, I want to advertise that, but not lose track of the business showers too. That's right. So, so you're going to do that. You're going to do it separately because if you're talking about the VA services and the business showers on the same one, people are gonna be like, wait, 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 Kendra's doing too much. I don't know how. So if they're separate and you're doing that, I applaud that. And I also want to reframe something. You had said, I just don't want to be a stay-at-home mom, not contributing. And I have a baby. <laughs> I think... Moms have the hardest job ever. And we have support. We have daily support. Yes. Okay. Like, let's just be real about this. Is I have never been more tired in my life. And I asked my husband, right? Those bags. I'm like, I got, I got designer bags under these eyes. I got three layers of concealer. You think I'm joking? And I'm not. I am so not. And so when you think about that, it's like, number one, give yourself Grace, I saw your baby sitting on your lap. What, she's got to be younger, like a year and a half. What, what, how old is she? Yeah, she's Two? six months. Oh, gosh. So here you are trying to birth another baby, right? Because your business is your baby in the beginning and you have a baby. And I would think that your partner, seeing how hard you work, isn't like, girl, you ain't, you ain't pulling your weight. I don't think that. So the fact that you're attempting to find some sort of financial balance has got to make your partner feel good. And then you got to honor that and that you're showing your daughter how to show up. But the vision is where you're going and you're not going to be shackled by the present day doubt and fear of not having the money. So if your partner can support you and say, this is a dedication, this is the plan and your partner co-signs and your baby supports you and you're hustling along the side for that VA and you're creating your content, then the vision is the thing that gets you going because that's your purpose. So never push down the fact that being a mom is a full-time job and being a business owner is a full-time job. And then you got two full-time jobs and a side hustle. Come now, come now, girl. I just want to clap you up. Okay, Kendra. You're going to kill it. And when you have your business shower and when you have your professional photographer taking like fly photos, can you send me a DM and can you say that it happened? I will. <laughs> Good. Kendra, tell me, how can we find you on social media? Um, at Instagram at rise to glow. That's R-I-S-E, the number two and glow, G-L-O-W. Thank you, doll. Take Thank care. I appreciate you. So you. Much. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Rachel Diane. I am out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Um, I am a website designer and business guide. And something that I've recently done is I've reassessed my services. So last year when I started this journey, I was looking at other website designers and they offered cohesive branding packages along with their website design. And I'm like, okay, I need to do that. I need to like get on the branding train and I am knowledgeable about branding, but the process of this 
isn't what I want. So I've recently reassessed my services and I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm only going to do web design. But when you reassess your services and you change them, what's the best way to ensure that your following understands why you're doing that? Or do you even need to defend it? Because right now I kind of feel like I need to be like, oh, I'm not doing branding, but and offer an explanation. Are these people asking for it? Are they asking why you're not doing branding? No, I think I'm projecting my own fear (laughs) onto them because I'm scared that if I don't offer branding, I'm going to lose out on those clients. So I had this idea that I would collaborate with designers and photographers and say like, these are the people I work directly with. You choose your photographer, you choose your um, graphic designer for your branding, and then you come to me and I create your website. Rachel, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is a hundred percent a projection. I think there's a quote by Bob Goff and he says, I'm really happy that my life, all the things that I was afraid of never came to fruition. We live in the fear of what could happen. And what I just heard you say is you're offering the same service in a different shell. You're not saying go out and find it. What you've done is I am not happy doing that part of it, but you say, I have a system that empowers you to do selection. So instead of less, you're actually getting more. You're coming into the Rachel web design system. And here are three photographers who I recommend. Here are three copywriters who I recommend. If you, and then you, what you could do is you say, you could book a package and get a, a five or 10% discount on everybody. And then what you do is you're getting a kickback from the photographer, from the graphic designer. You're being a lead generation for them. And you get to work with people that you get to work with, that you like to work with again and again. And you, they follow your system and then you're empowered to design the website. You're, they're not getting anything less. In fact, they're getting something more. It takes just as much energy to believe that they're getting less as much as it is to believe that they're getting more. Choose to believe they're getting more. And guess what? You get clients who are like, I can't believe this is my experience. I can't believe this is what I got. Okay. Okay. I hear you. And I I think I just needed the sounding board to remind myself that I am projecting that fear. And I, and I understand like, you know, as an entrepreneur, like we get to choose what we do. And I, I heard that last week and I was like, you know what, that's really empowering because I get to choose to say no to this thing that like is dragging me down, (laughs) does not, you know, bring me joy, does not fill my cup up. Um, and isn't, they're not providing, like, I'm not providing that customer experience that I want. Um, cause branding, let's be honest, it's tedious and it takes a long time. So, <laughs> but guess what, Rachel, a power play is there somebody else who loves that process and you're empowering them to stand in their purpose and do what they love with somebody else. It is a win across the board. If you choose to believe that it is that if it makes it feel better, you could sit for five minutes and just write down, this is better because, and then all of a sudden, if somebody randomly sends you a DM or a direct message or an email, then you said, I've already gone through this. I know what to say. I have my script. Five minutes will give you a lifetime of freedom. So if I if I have packages on my website that currently offer branding and I remove those, is there anything that I need to announce? Is there no. anything that I need to preface no. that with? No. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you ask 10 different people, they're going to give you 10 different answers. There were a group of photographers. Every time I raised my prices, they're like, she didn't make an announcement. I'm like, I don't owe anybody jack squat. I told clients that when they came to me, that at that meeting, that's when the prices were guaranteed. And then I offered a 14 business day timeframe in which I would honor the prices so that if I happened to raise my prices during those 14 days, I would still honor it. Anything after that, I wouldn't. Now, was I in the habit of always raising my prices? No, but I always gave myself that caveat. Nobody deserves 
jack squat from you. You honor yourself first. And if there is a client who kind of got caught in the crosshairs between, but I wanted you to do this for me and I refuse, then you can say, I am the captain of my ship. I will choose that this will be my last branding and web design. Or you could just say, I'm sorry, that was then and this is now. And then you own it. That's power. Yeah, girl. All right. <laughs> I'm really excited. When I just when I decided that, when I decided that last week, I like I felt liberated. I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders because I'm like, why the F am I doing this? Like, why am I choosing to do something that doesn't make me happier, that doesn't spark joy, right? Like the whole point of being an entrepreneur is that I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at yeah, people coaching themselves. I've worked my way out of being a podcast host today. Rachel, how can we find you and your web design services? Uh, on Instagram uh, at rachel.diane, spelled D-Y-A-N. Thank you a thousand times over. I appreciate you. Thank you for being a powerful piece in the community. Thank you for sending DMs. Thank you for being a ray of light. Continue doing you and standing in your power. Welcome back. I told you you'd love this coaching session, didn't I? To connect with each of the business owners you heard from today, please visit the show notes by clicking the link in the episode description or by going to jasminestar.com slash podcast slash episode 141. We've loved getting to know these ladies and we know that you will too. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. 